Hey, what's up guys? It's Marcus here. Another episode of Listen at Your Own Risk. Uh, today we're going to be reading paper, uh, persuasive paper by Jonathan Weaver, uh, my brother. Millennials, the Mimi Me Generation, the persuasive essay. So it's kind of just like entails that if you listen to, I believe it's episode three, it's kind of it kind of sort of touches on that and, and it's like kind of about how technology has affected the generation and so all right we'll get into it so uh, millennials are narcissistic and their environment shows why they become this way with technology that is at hand millennials are constantly able to look at celebrities and view professionals doing stunts and tricks causing the sense of envy of what they have and can do to arise uh which i'm not gonna lie i've definitely envied celebrities and uh of like what they can do and they have amazing lives and a lot of them they're like my age or younger and i'm like but the a lot of the they do show a lot of the glam which is kind of their job and i i know there's there's a whole process to getting to there and a, a lot of the envy is just like i'm well i i have that age why don't i i deserve that and i'm but it's i think that's a whole another thing also if you deserve something you don't i don't think necessarily anybody deserves anything good or bad i mean yeah like but uh we'll touch on more of that later uh so the focus on uh, doing such right the focus on improving self-esteem in millennials from previous generations had the effect of boosting their narcissism steen reports that having the ability not to talk to someone face to face has caused a drop in empathy in millennials according to statistics millennials are more narcissistic which should not be surprising because of the environment which they were raised in causing them to be narcissists millennials are in an environment where they are dealing with emotions of envy because of their ability to constantly view what celebrities are doing and how they live their glamorous lives According to the work done by Matthew Houston, to reduce or reverse inferiority, envy moves us to increase our own standing or decrease the standing of others. This is not accomplished for most millennials because, so, so because celebrities can be the cause of their envy, the sense they are famous decreasing their social standing is nearly impossible. Therefore, millennials are constantly trying to increase their own social standing. So, uh, like if uh, you're looking at someone who's just worldwide famous and you're, you're a kid and you can have access all to this and you really like this celebrity and you think and you really like the product or you like their movies or their music or anything about them and... Um, 
you just you see their social standing and then uh, a natural thing to do is what humans just do or which I, I've done to say that you will but you compare yourself to them um, and you, you're like okay so they have this and I'm here so uh, obviously I don't have the social standing that they have so uh, I'm so it causes a sense of envy and because you can't necessarily like obtain that level because you're not that person like you can't be anything someone is because you are not them um, and uh, and obviously you can you can make the argument like acting acting is becoming someone else and you're becoming something else but you are still you even if you can change your mindset and look at something from a different viewpoint as actors do um, to create this character that you see I mean you can uh, take it from lots of movies the one that's coming to mind is the Joker with Heath Ledger like he took it to a viewpoint. He did uh, try to remember what it's called, but it's called like where you just uh, you develop you you put yourself into that character's mindset, and then you just stay there. Uh, method acting—that's what it's called. Method acting. Um, even though, in essence, I guess that's the closest you can be to coming someone else. But he was still Heath Ledger, um, and not the Joker, even though he became the Joker through method acting um, and yeah and did an incredible job but uh, that's not what this is about but so yeah and you can't and like kids they're like looking at alright well I'm uh, rallying on and like you can't uh, I'll, I'll, I'll finish on my kids they see their social standing and it's super high and you're a kid so I mean how are you going to become uh, how, and if you're comparing yourself to that, you can't obtain that level. Yeah, you can't obtain that level because it's incredibly hard and it's something they work to and there's this whole process. But that's usually not what's shown. A lot of this shown is just like the finished product. So, the good, which, um, and then let's see. We'll continue, Matthews. To reduce and reverse inferiority, envy must moves us to increase our own standing and decrease the standing of others. Since a famous decreasing social stand standing is nearly impossible, therefore millennials are constantly trying to increase their own social standing to make themselves more famous. Making so, millennials try to live a picture-perfect life and judge themselves on amount of friends they have on social media or how many likes they get on their posts. This makes millennials narcissistic because they are so focused on self-image and just kind of, um, uh, yeah, just just kind of that shallow of, of, of uh, how I appear to the world instead of who, instead of who I am, it's more of what do, what do I look like? What, what am I betraying instead of actually what's in inside but um 
And a lot of it, you can get into that mindset that what's out, what I look like is on the outside, but it's, there's always, uh, it's never, uh, as simple as, as that. Um, and then, all right, so I'll keep on. Stan reports that previous generations wanted the millennials to have confidence and think highly of themselves by praising them in their youth, causing a boost in their narcissism. So it was like all those uh, participation trophies. It's all to, it was meant for a place of good to where like you're, you're boosting them and, and you're wanting, and you're wanting to cause them to have high self-esteem because um they didn't have as high self-esteem and they saw that as good so they're coming from a good intention place but it and it could and it probably has caused a lot of better self-esteem but it also has caused narcissism along with it uh, as well as these grew they were surrounded by other people raised in the same fashion all thinking the world rotates around them causing them to try to be better uh, than their peers. C critics argue that the blame lies with the parents, teachers, and other adults who have gone out of their way to inflate children's opinions of themselves from an early age. Spini, Laura, um, trying to live a fantastic life that role models made for millennials causes a life of self-centeredness and narcissistic behavior. So... Obviously, um, um, yeah, it does. Sure, you can say the blame lies there, but that doesn't necessarily mean uh, it's respon. The teachers and them are responsible. Like, sure, they can be. Blame and responsibility are two separate things. Like, obviously, everybody's responsible for their own choices, and no one else is whether it be your parents or a teacher or adults although they can have a great effect on you and um especially to young kids um who are so uh just impressionable but it's uh the only person who's responsible for someone's choices is the person making the choice it's not the other people and um and obviously that doesn't mean that life isn't unf that life isn't unfair because it is and sure there's blame and that there's not blame because there is blame but it's not it's still on the person on on the kid in this scenario to uh look at the world in a different way from a different perspective and choose to so and they choose and a lot of them and I have choose to look at it from a self-centeredness and like a narcissistic behavior kind of me 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 um and then the lack of face-to-face -face communication has torn away millennials empathy for one another not having to face all confrontations in person instead of dealing with problems over cell phones has made so millennials do not have to see how their actions affect others the lack of empathy for others and their circumstances is is the cause of them only being self-involved with their phones steeped in digital technology and social media they treat their multitasking handheld gadgets almost like a body part with 83 percent of millions stating that they even sleep with their phones by them which i have done um even though communicating 
with mobile devices is more efficient. It has stripped empathy from millennials, causing them to be more narcissistic. Uh, yes, I agree. Um, and yeah, and there's a lot, um, more about this, like the empathy and the lack of empathy, because I mean, and there's a lot of benefits, obviously to technology and it's, and it's amazing and it's progressed so much. And like one is like arguments, um, because people sometimes have arguments over the phone and, it's it's nice we have arguments over the phone like there's valid points like you can get your point across without your full point across without a uh, uh someone there to re to react to you before you get your point across and you can uh, rewrite it after you've seen it and then there's uh, less emotion involved and it's less heated but what you take away from that is learning how to empathize with another human being, how your words affect somebody, um, and trying to see it from their viewpoint. So, but a lot of times heated discussions can be destructive and they aren't constructive. Um, so uh, a lot of times, and it could be uh, that the phone, uh, arguing over phone is uh, obviously there's definitely some solid reasons why it is better, but it, uh, takes away the lack of understanding and try to see something from someone else's viewpoint. Not that you can't do that with a phone, but it's a lot easier to do that with a phone than when you're standing right in front of somebody. Um, and the environment of advanced technology has caused millions to be more narcissistic. This technology allows millions to be influenced by celebrities, causing envy and self-focus. Millions were brought up in a world where role models constantly told them that they were the best. These elders wanted them to have a higher self-esteem, but ended up causing millennials to be narcissistic in an age where millennials do not have to communicate face-to-face -face, has caused a decrease in empathy and an increase in narcissism. Millennials, uh, narcissism is not their fault. It is their environment that has made them this way and would have caused any generation to be narcissistic. So yes, um, I do agree with that, but it's just um, a while it obviously... Uh, technology has and all this uh, like the self-focus and all, all that trying to boost people's energy from technology has had a great effect on everybody which can influence people and seem like it's the only option so it's not that so sure there can be blame set there but like I'm saying like I was saying earlier the only the you you are the only one responsible for your choices and sure it can be hard and it can have a great effect on you. No one's arguing that, but it's just that as much as uh, technology does uh, shape us, we still do make our own choices. I mean, a lot of times I feel like people use everything as a, just a cop out, which it's, I'm not, 
saying it hasn't had a good effect, great, great, a bad effect on you or anything, but it just a lot of people seem to be like, oh, it's that fault. So I had to make this choice. Uh, yeah, yeah, you had to. <laughs> well, I didn't like this person. It's like saying, I didn't like this person, so I had to kill them. N no, I mean, you didn't, you didn't have to. You, you still can choose to. I mean, as, as much as stuff does affect you, you still have a choice. Even though, I mean, a lot of people could see that as being more fair. And it probably would be more fair as... But it's not just because you have feelings doesn't mean necessarily you should react to those feelings. Yeah, and a lot of those, not that feelings are bad. I mean, you can't make yourself not feel. I mean, you, you can try. There's a lot of stuff where you can definitely numb feelings. But um, the key is not to react in a destructive way, you know, in an and to take it calmly and then try to figure out why you're feeling this and then come back to it in a constructive, healthy manner. Yeah. All right. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Uh, I will link my email to anybody if you have any questions or comments on it. Um, uh, and it is the, it is uh, kind of, holiday time or in it's like christmas hanukkah uh other holidays i'm not sure of um happy holidays happy holidays still seem kind of weird to me uh even though it's been like that for a while um but happy holidays hope you have a good holiday and we'll see you next time bye